Enjoy the show. We're doing it live. When Damian Lindelof and Carlton Cuse had the world by the balls, now they can barely reach them. I like how it's looking, too. <laughs> it's just weird he's dipping his toes into Amelia Pond. I feel like there's several <laughs> oh, balls no, that he's violated. Are you implying that Princess Peach was on some kind She's of opioids? Jump around. Get up. I think it's time to start this doggy pony show, don't you know? This is the start of the 257th Purge Hangers and Wallhangers Media Network presentation. And of course, we are the Trifalls, of course. I am Matthew Bucro, the Matman, your host. Over to my left in the Purge Hanger box, we have one Christopher Bristow, the old man, as well as Katerina Thermoscaro, tuning in from Thermoscaro. One of a woman. And, of course, our omnipotent presence that is Big Brother Stephen Bucarell and our hero of time mascot, Link Diablo, of course. Can't forget Link. Yeah. You'll hear him. He gets ornery. Um, but that's not why we come here for Reagan on a Velociraptor no. or Link Diablo. We come here because tonight Sandman is looking dreamy, a real dicko move. Nintendo gets direct and so much more on the Triforce podcast. And we want you to hop over to PJANDWH.com where you're going to find all the crazy and luggy and nutty moments. I updated last week's Lug Nuts should be there, which it changed format for no reason or tone. But Armored (laughs) Doors, hang on a second, keep it still so I can read it. Armored Doors Sports Car Leg Muscles. and. Yeah, it just plays the video automatically now. So, wow. yeah, so you yeah, don't even move it up in the world. You don't even need to do any effort. The pl- just go to the PJANDWH and you will find also click on the second tab, you'll find another thing amazing in that little button right here above my head with Walljanger Gaming where you're going to find Big Brother very creepily Staring at you, sitting while, very, very still, <laughs> while he plays right now Infamous Second Sons, which it is, is an amazing game. Amazing. Um, you do it. not only do you blink, you move your mouth a little, a little bit, just a little bit. He, if you look, that's when I wanted you to shut the camera off. Oh, oh, I didn't <laughs> listen. But that is a good little Easter egg in there for you to watch while you're watching Big Brother. Play uh, from Monday to Friday from about 3 to 5-ish. All four of you. If the migraines allow it. (laughs) You never know. The migraines might allow this first story, which is Netflix drops a, dare I say, jamming trailer for the opening for Cowboy Bebop. You can even let the intro play because I love that first two, we'll say 10 seconds. I think you need to use the word jamming, um, you know, Copy mindfully understand. because that sets a certain expectation. It's such a jazz intro, and it's very classic. We did pu- put it on the one. I think Kelly was actually on the podcast when we when we played it. Um, right there. But <clears throat> the intro music is from the original Cowboy Bebop, and even this intro, when you look at it, it looks exactly like that original intro. With that live action flair, which is really an amazing sign because they're also, they're not remaking the old stuff. This is a continuation of the old stuff. 
So we're just right. getting more Cowboy Bebop. I'm I'm just happy. That's all. Me too. Just I happy. hope that the film opens. Oh, sorry. This is a series or a film? I already a series. Forgot. Yeah. Series. I hope the series opens see, we... like um, our story so far and gives like a synopsis. You know, whenever we get a new season of something, where they give you a recap. Uh, yeah. And they use the original. They do like a frame by frame of the original, but with the live action people. Like I think that yes. would be pretty dope. A way of redoing that without redoing it would you would you be okay if they did the lost thing to where they did like the previous memory and it's part of the original stuff or i don't remember that from lost because they had like oh this is kate Mm -hmm. and this is what kate did when she was like 16 robbing a liquor store when you were watching that uh lost tv series you know what i'm saying old man you're around then i remember it Way back then. When Remember Jim- way back then, like three or four years ago? It's been that long, right? Everyone remembers that. What was that? When- Pepperidge Farm remembers. When Damien Lindelof and Carlton Cuse had the world by the balls, now they can barely reach them? Sure. Um, Actually, yeah. I'm not even going to respond. Because I'm just going to sit I, here and shake well, my Well, no, Damien Lindelof did Watchmen, and that was an amazing fucking series on HBO. So I will retract my words on Damien Lindelof a little bit, especially because he is leaving that at one series, and he's not fucking franchising that shit. He just said good. that, you know, I will give him credit for that because that was an amazing series, and up until the end of Lost, it was amazing. Okay. But they're flashback yeah, sequences. They get out all the way to Lost, so... That's where I came around to the flashback sequences, to where you see a flashback sequence of their of their life. Oh, you, you mean like Arrow did? Yes. Would you accept that in? No. I kind of want to keep it away from that, and just I feel like they're <laughs> no. just gonna tell this story because there's enough characters in this fucking universe for them to keep going. What with. Arrow did, and I Psych did with with I think more success is the flashbacks at the beginning of the episode and then how it relates to the current episode with Arrow. It felt like it dragged down too long with Psych. It was funny and it was cute. So like Psych was amazing. So much. I yes, love Psych. But I think that they could wrap it up in the first five minutes, give us like a frenetic synopsis, but instead of using the animated um, mm-hmm. do have the live action characters refilm those integral scenes as if they were the anime or maybe even do an overlay where we're seeing them within the frame of the animated thing. Yes. So it's like yeah. a combination of the two, but do it once, do it at the very beginning of the first episode. And mm-hmm. then that's it. Like, that's all we need. I agree with that. I like your version. Thanks. I think Netflix should talk to you about a bunch of their properties because we I have think proven Netflix that. should just pay me. <laughs> yeah, that we've proven that through th- so many podcasts. That Netflix, be- we're here. We will we will work. Just pay and, us. And if you want to contact us, you go over here to the PJANDWH. You just, you just yeah. hit the button there. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. Right on it. Uh, there, big yeah, yeah, yeah. Our omnipotent yeah. presence is always on it. If you want to know my background, just look at the one for Stephen Bucharel, and it's the exact same one. Yes, it will. (laughs) I haven't done that yet, but I will. I I am about. I forgot about that from last week, but yes, I will get on that. That Um, is exactly my bio. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. See bio to right. You have to go to P, and you have to go to. Hang on, I got a button for that. P J A N D W H dot com. 
And you'll have to click that button. Big Brother won't. It'll, no, it'll no, no. just we, be a picture. We got to leave the allure there. Oh, okay. It'll just be a gotta, picture make of go. her, and it says what he said. <laughs> <laughs> if you could somehow Photoshop my hair onto Steven and just use that picture, <laughs> I, I will willing, also accept that. I am willing to learn. <laughs> I am willing to learn. That... <laughs> All right, we have our. All right, that's it. Let's get. We got just it. do the reface app. Just get a picture of Steven. Do the reface app. Use the loop the, with a picture from. The yeah, loop. we'll use the, the picture oh, from the loop. Oh, I got this. <laughs> oh, I got this. Up. Yeah, we're good. And, we're I'm good. sitting very. <laughs> we got it. We're coming, good. Coming. Yeah. Okay. Coming soon, Katarina's I'm gonna bio this. to the PJP. <laughs> I already regret this. <laughs> <laughs> The folks, uh, the folks at his job oh, are going to be like, perfect. what the hell are you doing? <laughs> this is essentially <laughs> perjangers perjanging. Yeah. And, and, Dar- yeah, yeah. and we didn't even get through one story. <laughs> oh, we're, we're doing we stories Actually, today? we went backwards. <laughs> uh, you can find Cowboy Bebop <laughs> November 19th, which is what oh, we were originally right. talking yeah, about. <laughs> So, oh, dare I say that was very, hang on, two pages to go. Oh, dreamy. <laughs> oh, like this next story. <laughs> Netflix debuts the trailer for Sandman. We're all professionals here. We're all professionals here. Yeah, no, we're not. I tried to say that in my head, but it didn't work. <laughs> Professional what professional. Netflix debuted a video from its upcoming series based on Neil Gaiman's DC comic book series, The Sandman. The video was brief, but it gave a, us a good glimpse at actor Tom Sturridge as Dream, sitting naked on the floor. Odd, but we see, uh, op- obviously, <laughs> Papa Lan- Lannister is involved with bringing Dream back, which he's is... He's been busy since he's... It's not looking good for him in the first episode. Spoiler It doesn't ever work out well for him, but you call him Papa Lamster to me. Lannister, he'll always be Brother Numsy. <laughs> Papa Lamister is now his Papa new name Lannister. to me. No, it's, it's He's the laminating Brother king. Numsy. He is the he laminating will always be Brother Numsy. You know what? He's the laminating tycoon in New York, and that's yeah, why he's in that secret king. society. Yeah. He's the laminating It's been a king. long day, okay? Has, it's been a long day. Everything in his life is laminated. Netflix costs. Even, even his wife. Laminated. <laughs> we'll call it the head laminator. He does base out of Tokyo, so he is... <laughs> the laminator he is, supreme. <laughs> he is married to a pillow, but it's okay over there. I created a very nice awesome. narrative. Pillow is from another dimension and it t- walks around and talks. But other than that, so they also released po- uh, uh, character posters and images. Hey. Um, hey, Connor, can you you know what I want you to do, right? Hey. You you know what I want Hi. you to do? We're live on the show. We gotta have Good you say one punch. One punch. There we go. <laughs> So the Sandman has been in development for years with Netflix (laughs) picking up the show in 2019 in a deal with Warner Brothers, which owns DC Entertainment. That was reportedly massive giggity. Earlier this year, Netflix announced some of the cast for the show, which also includes Vivian Archimpong as Lucene and Gwendolyn Christie 
known for her playing Brain of Tarth on Game of Thrones and Captain Phasm, uh, Phasma in Star Wars as Lucifer, which fans found her casting as Lucifer very, er, like, uh, controversial, I guess I could say. But I thought it was good. It's a nice take. She's an amazing actress. I think she could play fucking a demon from hell amazing. Okay. I think people hold on to gender roles a little bit too much, especially with mythological creatures, um, the devil, angels. They're all supposed to be androgynous anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit of uh, projection there, but from yeah. other people, but it, it is what it is. I think this is the I think it had more Netflix. to do with they like Lucifer, the character on the show Lucifer, and we're kind of hoping that he would be brought in. Yeah. I'm not really worried about casting when it's a Netflix show. Mm. Yeah, they'll be. Like, I mean, when was yeah. the last time it was? If it was, like, oh no, they probably just licensed that IP to have on Netflix, and that's when you watched it. Yeah. And that, but a Netflix yep. original, their casting is usually very on point. Even for the horrible uh, anime adaptations, I I didn't have really a problem with why they cast that person in the role of all right. They were really trying, and I can see why they did that. It wasn't like a story we'll talk about later. But I see this as perfect casting for Sandman. And the trailer, even though it's brief, it does give us a really good look. Um, <clears throat> it's going to be debuting in January, so we don't have that long to wait. So especially with the stuff we have, uh, the next story dropping in December... So we're just going to have back-to-back seasons that you're going to binge. And, of course, it's going to start off with The Witcher, giving us some season two footage, which we'll see Henry Cavill continuing to slay monsters. As himself? No, no, it's Geralt. Oh, that that would be better for the show. They do love to add that first season footage in the first couple seconds, that first alleyway cut. When he just guts that guy. But they do get other original content in here. And, of course, the big reveal in this trailer is not the not the guy playing the loot. You're not, you don't watch it for the loot player? They cast Vesemir. And it was not Mark Hamill. Oh. All right. But it is good casting. Okay. Um, you'll see him in a little bit. But after nearly two years uh, off the air... The Witcher Season 2 is upon us, and with new footage to prove it. At the Tundum event in event on Saturday, Netflix had their own event with a whole bunch of different announcements and stuff. I just kind of cherry-picked the best ones, um, like the Cowboy Bebops. And this, <clears throat> because uh, this trailer really gives us some, a good look here at Vesemir and Siri and Geralt training just like you would you see in the games so it's one of those things that i like how this is looking for this next season all right so i like how it's looking too <laughs> okay i walked into that one <laughs> you sure did <laughs> uh, thank so you for the audio what drop are they gonna, what are they, i got a question yeah what are they what are they going to what are they going to do about her? Yennefer? 
Well, they were like, showing Yennefer because he was explaining how he met Siri in this no, no, trailer. No, I mean, in, like, like in the future. But right? in the future? Well, that she's that actress is still she's, alive. Oh, isn't she? Yeah. She's, she's it was a that... separate actress that played the uh, deformed <coughs> Jennifer, uh, Yennefer, right? One of them. One of them. Yeah, because one, one of them, of them died. Did. Yeah. But she's, I'm pretty sure, still alive. Or her, rather. <clears throat> Um, well, I read an article today that um, uh, Henry Cavill was off off of Witcher. What site, though? I I don't know. It was just like we heard it for we got it covered dot com. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, even if he is off of Witcher, you have two solid seasons of a show that honestly, it just proves when Netflix gets an IP and they get the right talented team behind it they just let them go nuts creatively and you get this stuff that is amazing yeah if you just type henry cavill um witcher and it's the first article that pops up two days ago for you i think it would be bigger news if that were confirmed no i kind of feel that if it was confirmed I mean, Henry Cavill was just posting all about Vesemir and stuff like that now. Obviously, he's contractually ob- obligated to promote the show. So that's more of a long, slow burn, I feel. Because with the new format of the show, the lighter one, I do kind of want to steer clear of more of the yeah. rumors. I went down to the bottom of the article. That's just bullshit. It's just bullshit. Yeah. The way the person phrased the header of the article made it seem more than what it was. Click that person. That person needs to be fired themselves. Which, of course, Walljangers is the lesson for the week. Everybody is always a, a, you know, kung fu fighting. Well, yes, but no, they're always (laughs) they're always a person that falls into this trap. Rather that you fall because they're fast like lightning. You fall into clickbait, and it sounds like a good article, and then you get into it, and you're like, well, this is shit. I've reported on shit before on this show. Yeah. We have shit here. We've all, we've all fallen for it now and again, you know, and it's just like, but being able to realize it's still turd. Yeah. Being able to realize regardless of like the fucking economics of a click, being able to realize that, Oh, I fell for that. I feel you're less likely to click on that next off clickbaity type of story. Well, the fr- now I've gotten into the habit of if I see something, I will Google it to see if there are multiple sources reporting the same thing and try to find one that's mm. reputable. Yeah, I just let NPR sort it out. Jack, what's going on? Well, you're the one that's starting the rumor about Tom <laughs> my, Cruise as Wonder Woman, so I don't know. My name is Jack Spear, and this is the news. As a comedy. And t- today, Tom Cruise announced that he is going to take on the role as Wonder Woman. <laughs> you have to wait for him to but flip the page. it's a comedy. Two. It'll be fine. He does great comedy. That, that's on page two. That's He's he not started. done flipping the page yet. A girl could <laughs> yeah, never. He does. He it's, has that pause. I love. It's that meant pause. to be a comedy. And then he would go on with his story. <laughs> love Jack's fear. Lots of dramatic pauses, man. I love it, but. I think we're losing the box. I love this story. Or we have them. Googling You'll see things. Witcher, and Cat will, Cat <laughs> will definitely be tuning in December seventeenth, 
And uh, with an updated season announced, uh, season three announced as well. No date on it, but we are getting a season three of Witcher. So when they announced they're doing a third season, kind of throwing a little scoop or shovel, or wheelbarrow full of bullshit on that other uh, rumored story. Just to cap it off and pop a tombstone on it. Henry Cavill is way too much of a nerd to give up Witcher. Although there is a rumor that's saying Tom Holland wants $20 million to do Spider-Man again. I think they'll get it. I mean, the amount of money that they make off the Spider-Man films, they can give him $20 million. I mean, shit, Scarlett Scarlett Johansson suing for $100 million. And then Tom Holland comes in like, oh, I could use $20 million. I'd like $20 million, too, if we're giving (laughs) it out to anyone. I could really use it. I mean, you got to act like Tom Cruise as Wonder Woman, though. I, I don't know. I don't know how to act. I feel sure. If you're gonna I feel like I'm getting triggered right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling attacked. Um, <laughs> I feel like this is this is personal now. Well, it is personal in this next story. Oh, okay. That was a really good segue. Thank you. I have a button for that. That was a good segue. Thanks, Connor. Twice tonight. Um, <laughs> the Dickco Estate. Attempts a strange copyrights lawsuit, pun intended. Okay. Um, The estate of comic book legend Steve Ditko has filed notice of termination with the United States Copyright Office with regards to the copyrights of Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. Uh, They are currently held by Marvel Entertainment. Ditko, as the co-creator of both characters, is attempting to use a copyright introduced in 1976 Copyright Act that allows creators to terminate copyrights of works that he uh, he creators had previously assigned to another person or entity. That seems like a pretty skimpy loophole to pose yeah. against Disney attorneys. Someone wants a check. Well, are they wrong for wanting that check, though? <sighs> no, nah, go for it. Go for all of it. More, get more than 20. That's what the last guy wanted. Look, man, these people who created these characters got shit on. So Absolutely. I'm kind of, look, is he going to get it? No. Is he going to get some, is the estate going to get some actual money for his hard work and creative effort, which sculpts a billion dollar industry today? Probably not. That's why I feel this is a necessary lawsuit. Even though it might not turn out the way that, you know, because people always hype up a lawsuit. Lawyers like, no, Absolutely. we're totally going to get this. Absolutely. We're going to win this. You're going to get 55, $55 million. But know. even if he doesn't win, he's setting a precedent or the estate is setting a precedent um, that this is going to be challenged going forward. These creators, yeah. as you said, gotta... got shafted. Yeah. And there is a legacy there that is beyond financial yes um and i'm all for it she uh black widow scarlett johansson should be going after that money yes. tom holland should be asking for more money yeah um steven Ditko's estate stan lee's estate should be going for more money these people like none of this would exist and they've made disney billions i kind of feel this is the perfect storm because billions. of covid 
Because I don't think the average American really realized how much money these industries pump out and how much work and how much everything goes involved to this. Now we see Scarlett Johansson saying, hey, man, this check ain't right. You and this isn't how it should have happened. That is a fair play. Ditko Estate, fair play. Hey, man. I kind of feel like, yes, this came after ScarJo because it was the right time to go for it. Because this is when you raise awareness to the creators that got shit on when everybody else up above them got money. It's because it's on the public consciousness. And if you're going to have a jury by people, you want them to know about it. And if it wasn't for Kevin Smith casting Stan Lee in Mallrats, mm-hmm. would we have had that resurgence that we did? That's a fucking good what if question for you. Damn, I'd hate to see that. Well, I'd I'd like to watch it on Disney Plus, but that's about it. I wouldn't want to step into that universe slider style. No, I don't blame you. But it is definitely something to think about because the regular layman, all these people going to see Marvel movies, had no idea who Stan Lee was. And, mm-hmm. and yep. this is most of, like I said, layman, not people who read comics and, and followed it from the beginning, had no idea who Stan Lee was until Mallrats. Yeah. And then with the blowing up of these films and Stan Lee making those cameos. Before that, he wasn't making what he was making now. And what he had, what he started to make at that point is still not enough for the fact that they created this entire universe that Disney is raking in once again billions on. So yes, oh, yeah. go for it. Go for every penny you can. You deserve every single every single cent. While you have this mega corporation, Disney's doing just fine. And you have this mega corporation in control in control of this property. Yeah, they are fine. This is the time to where I think it's not an evil managerial setup. You know what I mean? It's Disney. It's wholesome. They have touchstone pictures for that. But there's a, a, a good precedence in this for creators, just like the Scar Joe lawsuit. And I think that while it's probably not going to amount to, like, a big revolution, it is the start of something to where people are going to continue to go off of this and reference this and move forward. Moving forward, this is something that they're going to have to take into account. When they're going Absolutely. in this streaming battle war. Absolutely. As they should. Kings and queens all. Yeah, it's going to be a tricky lawsuit, but we'll have to see how it turns out. I copy and pasted way too much of this story to even care about reading it. But we will have <laughs> Long to story see. short, get your money. We'll have to see how this next creator fares. Which I am so glad we have Katarina back because Russell T. Davies is returning to showrunner position on Doctor Who for the next season. Hey, that's great. I can't wait. I'm going to shut off my camera. You guys can have the show right now. You're currently watching. No, no, this is like me when it's gaming stuff. Please, yeah, because please you're, come back. No, you're currently watching the series as his viewpoint. Because the first Doctor, Christopher Eccleston, the second Doctor, David Tennant, 
those are my favorite doctors, and those are Russell T. Davies' properties when he brought this show back from the 90s movie, which was not bad. Eat a jelly baby and think about it. But <laughs> I really feel that Russell T. Davies, he's going to bring some of that old who charm back into this show, even having Chris Chibnall's timeless child in there. Right, right. I just feel my that this biggest is good concern move. when Russell T. Davies left and we were getting Chris Chibnall was he had done a couple of Doctor Who episodes and he had done Broadchurch. Those are the two things that I knew him from. And Broadchurch is such a heavy, emotionally draining program about serious real life tragedy. You know, that I'm show, like, how right? is how is that going to translate? How are you how is he going to write for Doctor Who? Yeah, because something about Doctor Who, even in the in the serious, the most serious episodes is there's like a sense of whimsy and yes, lightness and hope. And Broadchurch really isn't like about that at all. Yeah. And even the timeless child, um, I did not hate. I, I have never hated a single Doctor Who. There are some episodes and some doctors that I like more than others, but I don't hate any of them. It's um, like that one but with one, the guy. One other uh, thing with Chris Chibnall is it really felt like the guy with the what? The guy with the who his girlfriend turned into the piece of sidewalk. Like, oh yeah, like, you, you could skip that one. Honestly, yeah, there there's certainly episodes you only need to watch once for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I didn't think I think the biggest failing here with Chris Chibnall, and I hate to use the word failing because I don't think that he did a terrible job. I just don't think that he had an idea of what he wanted his doctor to be and didn't have a complete story planned out from beginning to end where Russell T. Davies had several seasons already mapped out um, and certain points that he wanted to hit before he got to the, each of these doctors ends. And that makes the difference. So I hope that he took this this sabbatical that I'm calling it where Chris Chibnall was the showrunner to kind of refresh, recharge and maybe map out some things in his head. So the next iteration of the doctor is a much more fully thought out, fleshed out and I don't know, well played, which I shouldn't say that because I thought Jodie Whittaker did a fantastic job with the material that she had, but just that we have a a doctor that we know who that doctor is. And I think even after this, at the end of this, we don't know what kind of doctor Jodie Whittaker was. And if we drop out, I'm putting this, I'm putting this out there. If we drop out, it's because Thor God of Thunder is rolling in. Um, It's all right. We got fire still. Oh, we're fine. (laughs) Unless we lose power. So, Right. Just keep that in mind. Yeah, right Thor, over my house, too. Thor Odinson may be striking back. But especially with, like, Stephen Moffat got shit on when he was showrunner. But I don't think, yeah. he, I think he had the most forward story-driven run. I would agree with that. Chris Chibnall tried to do something new, and he did. And like things that are new... It's not going to be as pristine as when you have something like, all right, we're going to take this classic form and mold it into what we want. I think it would have been more successful if he had just been consistent with who she is as a doctor. But it seems like her personality and her way of handling things changed from episode to episode. So people were like, okay, so she's like this. And then you see the next episode and she does stuff that contradicts what she was before. Mm -hmm. And... That to me is is 
what made it, I think, jarring for people and not as successful as everyone had hoped the first female doctor would be. He didn't know who she was. And that is the biggest, biggest complaint that I have about this doctor. It's also the biggest question of being a doctor. Who are you? Yeah. What kind of doctor are you? Like, what is your personality? Are are you whimsical? Are you serious? Are you like a Columbo stout? But she was more even at the end of this. We don't know. We she still was don't more know. Family driven, like especially towards the end. But but even then, that was it. Came and it went. Yeah. Like all right, bye. Yeah. There are times where she was super dismissive, and there were times where she was super matriarchal like so you couldn't even count on that from episode to episode and i think that that's just what people were complaining about is very uneven yeah i wanted to i wanted to love it i compared to uh, compared to capaldi it doesn't hold a candle yeah no that's why fans are sound and i hate that and i hate that i think all of us hate that when you sound off like that, you're not speaking out of like malice. You're speaking out of pain because every yeah. person that watches Doctor Who and they go through the run, if you're at this doctor, that hurts you when the story's not taken right because you have invested so much time into this and this is your fandom. It's almost right. like you have a whole bunch of crazy Doctor Who crap what around you. What we're your house. really saying is you could have. And done even a so Doctor Who better. tattoo. <laughs> That's coming. But. I I really find that that's the thing about it is that when you don't handle a nerddom well, J.J. Abrams, you will crack the egg. <laughs> and then the people who also adore that egg will be very mad at you. Yes, we will. I love what that. The... He has a new toy. Um, so But <clears throat> we also have to take into account, like, what was it? I didn't had add the story in, but... The original editor to Star Wars shit on the uh, sequel trilogy and the prequel trilogy. Oh, right. Yeah, I think I remember that. A bit cynical, like mm, probably even for Big Brother. But, you know, the news came out of an old interview, though. That's why I dismissed it, because she didn't even see The Last Jedi. She didn't see the last one. It was right before, and she was like, you killed Harrison Ford. That yeah, was a I'm stipulation to the contract. He was like, I'll come back if you kill me. I don't want to yeah, do I didn't another hate one. I that, honestly. I, I honestly, I didn't hate that. It happened. Yeah. Um, but nothing against Harrison Ford or Han Did I wish but it I thought that it was appropriate. Sure. I, yeah. I thought it was appropriate to the story. But, yeah, I think that when you are so invested in a fandom, in the characters, and in the lore – that when something doesn't live up to the expectation that it's built amongst itself, it's not us making it up. They've set a precedent and we're expecting it to, to maintain that level. Mm-hmm. And when it doesn't, it's hard not to, to be upset about it because you're passionate about it. You're the one putting in the money for them to continue to make it. Like, yeah. Yeah. But here's the Just thing. to be critical about it. She was criticizing Kathleen Kennedy, who had, I mean... She had greenlit, yes. Yes, you can do it, and yes, you can put it out. But it was also mainly the fault on those movies lies down to the directing, the writing, the parts that people have problems with the movie. It doesn't lie on Kathleen Kennedy. Kathleen Kennedy also greenlit Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, 
fucking uh, Rangers of the New Republic, which we're probably not going to get, as well as the fucking Soka Atana show one of the Rangers. and Bad Batch. She, I'm kind of coming around on her. She's a businesswoman, yes, but she also has an eye for it. You know, yes, this is an overly critical view of Star Wars, but it's not really something that I would say would break the yeah, fandom. Lover or hater, she's built an empire. You yeah. can't say that she hasn't. I don't so have she's got to have some kind of talent back there. Yeah, I don't have the it's empire a- button. That's copyright. You don't want the Disney TIE fighters on you. No. I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. So um, th- this also, Russell T. Davies, remember him, with Doctor Who, it's going to be coinciding with the 60th anniversary. Cat, what are the chances we're going to see Tennant, Matt Smith, Christopher Eccleston, and Capaldi and Jodie Whittaker all on screen? Five doctors. For I the 60th. would be surprised. If yeah. any doctor that was asked to be on it refused, I would be highly surprised by that. I cannot imagine anyone from classic to new who yeah. that is still with us Currently. and doesn't have some other um, conflict not appearing on that. Special. Well, here's the thing. Christopher Eccleston, he didn't come back. He had a problem with like Russell T. Davies. Right. So, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, but as I understand it, now that he's gotten some distance from there and has made his peace with it, I mean, I think it could happen. He can I mean, withstand doing... him for a, for a short special. Well, he, he's <laughs> doing the, um, oh my gosh, why can't I remember it? The DVDs. Big Finish. I keep on wanting to say Big Theory, but that's. I keep anyway. wanting to say Big Fish, but that's the movie with uh, Ewan McGregor. <laughs> So he's doing big finish. I can't I keep hearing big. Finish. So he's already he's already got his toes in in the Doctor Who water. I can't see why he wouldn't. And now you're comparing water. a pond, which is in the movie. It's not helping me separate big finish from big fish. Sorry. Well, think Amelia Pond. How's that? Okay, there you go. <laughs> it's just weird. He's dipping his toes into Amelia Pond. I feel like there's several <laughs> oh, laws no, that, that he's violated. That consent is all that matters here. They're all of age. No, wait, let's, as let's long as there's consent, from this guy's weird we are not fetish. kink shaming today. Yeah, but we I just I don't want to I don't want to see that. So <laughs> we could just walk in another direction. No one's asking you to see it, but after what you <sighs> said in the last episode, oh, you yeah. cannot be clutching be pearls today. You, after it leaves you my cannot mouth, get your hands away from your pearls. You cannot be clutching them after last week's. There was a line you. that you said last week, <laughs> and I, I played on it. Don't in the family chat, in the in the Triforce chat. I played with it, and I said the title is, uh, what was it? The Dusty Bowl live at the. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah, I got it. And then I, I should have went with that. I sent that. I As the chat, but no, then, he should not have gone with that. But then I, I went in with the real title, which last week's Triforce podcast was titled uh, "Sassy Vampire Animal Farm." <laughs> A little Marxist, but it's fine. <laughs> well, you know, you got to get the click somewhere. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Like it's all good. It's all good. Next story. It's fine. We're not going to talk about the hairy donut. He primed the pole. The engine was already primed. I'm sorry. It had to start. Oh. 
engaged. No, nope, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't happen. No. I'm gonna have no. to find an engine starting sound effect and add that to this. Um, get a good one. So. This story is Super Mario Movie has a voice cast. Uh, why? <laughs> I saw a meme that said, that said, you leave, you leave, you leave, you stay. And it was Jack Black. <laughs> okay. So, first off, Nintendo, during their mm-hmm. Nintendo Direct event, uh, which we'll get to the rest of it in a little bit, um, they announced that they're working with Illumination, the studio behind Despicable Me and Minions, to create a full-length animated feature film for its flag title, Super Mario, which, for now, uh, the movie will take its name, Super Mario Movie. So, uh, the main duo, Mario and Luigi, aren't talkative in the games. Dialogue in the Super Mario uh, typically falls to side characters like Toad and Bowser most of the time. Uh, but it, in this upcoming Super Mario movie, the pair Mario specifically will be talking a lot, such as Nintendo saw fit to reveal the voice cast behind some of the characters appearing in the film. So we have Chris Pratt as Mario, Anya Taylor as Peach, uh, Jack Black as Bowser, Charlie Day as Luigi, Keegan-Michael Key as Toad, Seth Rogen as I don't know why the fuck he's in this movie, Donkey Kong, and Charles Marinette as various cameos. So let's break this down from the top, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Pratt, Star-Lord himself, old man, go to the other camera. All we see is your oh microphone. No one cares about your microphone. Could we switch? Can we see your face and the disappointment there on it? There you go. I'd like to see That's the that's disappointment that want. I want to see. Oh. And now he's maybe gone. Not. Um, but Chris Pratt as It's a Me, Mario. Everybody can do the voice, but how long can you sustain it? Isn't isn't he a bit thin? Now. Isn't Mario supposed to be a bit American? Well, I American, think that the perfect casting already happened with Bob Hoskins. Yeah. But he's dead, right? Yeah. Very much so. So he's not. <laughs> the way you on said there. that. Yeah, but he's dead. So I'm I'm not a fan it's not of Bob Hoskins. At all. I did love Do who we framed even Roger Rabbit. We need a Super Mario movie. We don't. We don't. No, but you know, did we need an Aquaman movie though? Let's take a look. That's at my rebuttal's track record. That's my yes, rebuttal. We did. A guy who talks to fish. How could that be entertaining? Enter Jason Momoa. I hope it's really good or really, 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 really bad. It would have oh, to so sink. bad that it's good. It would have to sink to a new low. Let's to make it top the badness really of bad. the first one. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Let's go for it. I mean, let's follow the Nintendo. Charles mentioned that is the actual voice of Mario. If we're looking at the opposite really? end of, yes. of, you know, the positive spectrum, Super Mario Brothers movie is at the very lowest point. It's so, right above. It's right above the Fantastic Four movie well, by smidgens. Yes, we're talking fractions of a hair. But it's notoriously bad. It's actually a mathematical Very equation bad, so. to figure out the difference between the Fantastic Four movie, the original, not the one you're thinking of, like, oh, those are all horrible. 
There's one that's worse. What was it? The se- uh, 80, uh, 80s or 70s? It was 90s. It was 90s. 90s. Because prior to that, I gave the, the, prior to that um, was the Kiss movie, which was by the same director. <laughs> I think I watched that. The Kiss movie. So I if mean, you watch the Kiss movie, you watch the Fantastic Four movie. So they just had money to piss Probably away. Probably not. That that's what I got from that. They just had money to piss away. Want to rock and roll all night and party every day? <laughs> Who doesn't? But um, but not now. I'm going to bed at eleven o'clock. Yeah, I got to get up for work in the morning. I don't so we have Anya Taylor, obviously of Queen's Gambit, as Peach. Which I I, I I will actually Queen's Gambit the Netflix was, show no, which which person she was she? the main character the chest uh, with the oh, red okay. hair the one with the drug problem okay. yeah that's yeah that's well, the one with the drug problem the drug addict <laughs> just yeah. like Princess Peach I'm not implying anything are you implying that Princess Peach was on some kind she's of opioids the, yeah sure so so maybe Super Mario we we figured out the plot. She's addicted just to a, Bowser. It's just a dream. Everybody's on meth. I mean, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't say no to that. That's what's most <laughs> fucked up about that. Mario's just yep. peering over me like, don't judge them. <laughs> I get high on mushrooms, motherfucker. Yeah, the, uh, the opinions <laughs> expressed here probably don't reflect Nintendo and shit. I saw, That's a new I saw fucking audio comment, drop right there. Somebody commented on this article saying that it should be uh, Kevin Hart for Mario in The Rock as Luigi. I would <laughs> love that. And I was cracking up. I'm like, if no, it was live yes. action, yes, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, Rock definitely the Luigi. because that would sell the the liberals for the diversity. Like, no, we're gonna make it Kevin Hart in The Rock, and they were like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and you want. every other part was to be paid by Terry Crews. I'm sorry, oh, and Terry <laughs> Crews. So, no, a trillion's if, good. You can make a movie gonna, with a if trillion. You're gonna make a video game movie with The Rock and Kevin Hart. Make it Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong. Yes. <laughs> Nerd casting right there. That is fucking perfect. Somebody get me a goddamn gif. Or Wario and Waluigi. Mm, he, Kevin Hart could nail the hell out of a Wario role. Yes, he could. He's got that rage. I mean, Waluigi, that's kind of an easy role for The Rock because he has such range. Like Race to Moon Mountain. Okay. That was a movie, right? I didn't just remember that. I think it was oh. Witch Mountain. Witch Mountain. That's what it was. Race to Witch Mountain. That's where that meme comes from. Yes. That's the yes. only reason the why. The backseat meme. Yeah. yeah, that's the yeah. only reason why I know that, and I think I was forced to watch it um, in some form or fashion. Yeah, they, they taped his eyes open and everything. So there's they not much. strap him down. So he's like, oh, well. <laughs> there's not much credibility as to. The Mario franchise here, but I still, as a fan, hold out hope that with the right hands on the nerd property, you can start to gain back the fans, i.e. the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. They came out with a shitty trailer and took an extra year to make the movie right, and we did a spoiler alert on it because our introvert, Hermit, uh, Herp, not Herbert. Herbert the Hermit. He's our personal uh, hermit. Yes, yes, we, you know, we met him through uh, Hermits United. Um, uh, Falcon Roy, another Doctor Who joke. <laughs> <laughs> the 
the us hermits actually went out and saw <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog because they took the time to take care of their little nerd ball and make it look nice, even though the plot really didn't matter. But that's not why you watch it. You watch it. it never did. Because it had Sonic. Did you care about the plot, the Transformers, like any of them? Probably not. Just went to go see robots beat the fuck out of each other. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was there. Pepperidge Farm remembers. (laughs) (laughs) Pepperidge Farm also remembers that Super Mario movie (laughs) will release in North America on December 21st, 2022. So we don't have to wait long for this animated movie, which means that Certain rumors that we might have talked about about this again, said movie again with the were mic. true. You you have this. Fascination. He has a fascination. Oh, it's your head it's is... like a little kid who thinks they can hide when like, you can't see them. We don't want to see the mic. Nobody can see me. Nobody wants to look at the mic. Nobody can see me because I can't see you. That's what it's. Like. I was actually oh. typing something. Oh. Well, that's right. just horrible. I just camera hope place. the mic isn't well, taking all of this abuse. You have a camera for that. I think it's a very nice mic. Of all people, <laughs> you have no excuse. You have a camera for that. He's IT. Thank you. He's literally like, <laughs> he's IT. <laughs> like, you, you should, you should know. <laughs> anyway, another thing. Look at me in that tone of voice, please. Another, th- <laughs> another thing you should know is this next story. <laughs> uh, I put. The Charles Matinet uh, Wikipedia in the chat and on the Facebook. So, cool. Thank you. You're welcome. So, big teeth graphics with our man Frank One Punch Percy. We want Woo-hoo! you to hop on over here and check out his artwork. Check out the man, the myth, the legend. He uh, did Punisher War Journals as well as other properties at Marvel. He has his own comic that he is pushing. Caribe the Hunted, which is amazing. I've seen some stuff with it. Frank's an amazing artist, and you definitely want to check him out. He's doing the con circuit, a lot like Katarina, part of the community. We always want to push out people like that because you're going to go see him at the con, and you go up and say, One Punch! And he will think you're a weirdo. Just Just like us. I'll tell you another thing that's weird. Another thing that's weird is this next story, because N- Nintendo gets direct. Not only did they talk about Super Mario the movie, which they never stray from gaming on their streaming announce days. It's always game-related. That's because they've never done movies since Mario. They don't really know. And when the rumor came out of a Zelda series, they immediately canceled it because they're weird. Because it could have been good. People talk about things that are good. That it's a good thing we talk about. Anyway. Uh-uh. Our first trailer is Kirby and the Forgotten Land is Kirby's post-apocalyptic adventure. One of the yeah, only game, doing. one of the only new games announced at the Nintendo Direct. And it's taking Kirby into a new genre. Traditionally a 2D hero. Kirby will be able to explore a post-apocalyptic world in 3D, and 
Can you eat everything like Kirby's supposed to? He'll still devour enemies and possess their powers, just like in the three-dimensional, just in a three-dimensional space. Kirby's latest adventure will launch on Nintendo Switch in the spring. I wonder what Florida Man's power is. That would be interesting. That would be very interesting. I would, uh, I would imagine irrationality. Yeah, yeah, a lot of that. And uh, zombie meth crack addict. And too much sun. That's his power up. Uh, that's a one-up, sir. <laughs> You've just got meth. Um, <laughs> we've referenced that's a that fire a flower. Lot. <laughs> we have referenced that way too many times for my comfort in this podcast. <laughs> He's, not so, He's all on fire. He's like NBA Jam. Damn it, look at him. I know, well, He's just you know, bouncing around. So get off your feet and jump around. Get up and get down. Yeah, That's going to be stuck in my head now. I know. <laughs> I don't know how that song isn't constantly stuck uh, in your head already because, nope. you know, jump around. Jump, jump, get up jump, and jump, get down. Jump, jump. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> the disappointment on your face just sold that so much, and I love it. I'm going to be laughing hysterically while I edit this. Um, oh, he can turn into Link. Look at that. That's awesome. Not the one on the floor looking. I was about to say, Nintendo <laughs> is getting really creepy if he's turning into Link. Like, Jesus, we can turn into Chowini in this shit? Okay. What other th- shit they got? Chowini Kirby might be the title of the podcast. I don't hear any objections like this next one. Which is Nintendo Switch Online plus Expansion Pass adds new content, including... Wow, that was the worst trailer I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, Nintendo 64 games. Nintendo revealed that it's expanding its Nintendo Switch Online bonuses with another premium service. The company didn't reveal how much this add-on will cost, but no, it did show... Start. What players will get in return, the digital Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis game collection, which is very odd that we're seeing Genesis on a Nintendo system. No, they got Sonic and Mario go do, does the Olympics. They're, they're, they've Fair been point. intermingling for a while. Oh, they've been dating? Very much so. They're going well, steady. Ever since Sega lost their house, you know, Nintendo's always been kind of sympathetic. Well, oh, I mean, we got a it. console. I mean, house. We, You know, you could just hang out with us. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, when when Sony, you know, it evicts Sega out of their house, you know, <laughs> they go to the next decent landlord Get that's like actually friendly. Get out! Sega goes to Nintendo and say, hey, can we stay with you? <laughs> They're like, hey, yeah, just give me $5 and I'll call it even. Funny thing is Nintendo didn't even notice. Remember, They're just there one day. What the hell are you guys doing like, Yeah, here? just give me your library. The amount of Nintendo's wealth, it's a lot like, I don't know, maybe we, like. Hold on, uh, we bought you? Really? I didn't know you were hanging around I was about to say, there. it's like the blob from like X-Men. It's just like, oh, you're hitting me? Really? Hmm. Huh. They can stop producing anything at all right now, and they will not go bankrupt for 20 years. Yeah, that's why they... That's how much money Nintendo has. They won't even go bankrupt in 20 years just because like people will keep extra... rebuying their shit. They just well, like... yeah, no, they, they would never go bankrupt. It's, you're just 
you're always going to be in that Nintendo loop. It's crazy. It's like Disney fucking, those Disney cartoon movies. Released out of the vault. You're going to buy it again for a limited time. I need this new copy! It's yes, the same sir. kind of thing. <laughs> like, they had, they, I've almost added the story, but You notice Disney, how they always say it's digitally restored? Or not uh-huh. Disney. Uh, the uh, Jungle Book, the uh, Aladdin, and Lion King game are getting released on all major platforms now. Yes. So that's like a whole new level of masochistic gamers that get to play that first level of Jungle Book. Or not Jungle Book, uh, Lion King. That, those two games were badges of honor, man. You beat those two games, you were like, you actually did it? You know? Yes, Mr. Irishman. Uh, I, I did do it. I know you did it. Just like TMNT. Like, but I did that. Ninja Garden did that too. I, yep. You didn't tell me how many hours you spent finishing it, but you oh told me God, you did it. It was, it was endless. That is the, he is the, the definition of persistence. If persistence was personified, dare I say, it would be the old man. <laughs> if nothing else. There was no save points. There was no save states, no passwords for Ninja Gaiden. My God, that was a fucking nightmare now that I think about it. Now the viewers are realizing the reason That's why I, never... I call him the old man. <laughs> <laughs> you damn kids with your save points. No, because that's, 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 that's the punishment. That's when the I logged punishment. off, I, want... <laughs> I had to start the game over again. <laughs> what, that's no the save? punishment for the kids now. It's just like, you know what? I'm going to make you play Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> no, no, we'll do our chores. <laughs> I'll change the oil in your car. No, man, anything but that. We I'll good? tell you where the charger is. Are you guys, are you guys okay? Yeah, but you're going to be able years. to. No. <laughs> but Nintendo 64 classics like Super Mario 64, Star Fox 64, oh, wow, cool. The Legend of Zelda, yeah, Ocarina of Time, which is one of, if I had to put one game on a pedestal out of all time, it would probably be Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. because I thought you were going to say Muppet Adventures, the, the baby game. Baby oh, Muppets, Muppet baby. baby Muppets was an awesome show. Don't you drag them what? into the mud. What about no? Zelda? They made it. They made a. They made a uh, Avengers a video game. Well, now I need game. to play it. That that you would be a Tiny Toons person. The Tiny Toons adventure video I game. I fucking no, loved Tiny Toons. <laughs> you're just speaking to my soul, man. You're, you're connecting with out me. on Genesis. That would those those are the, those are your games. You're so far away, but you're connecting with. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, I love I love those, and I didn't even know they had games. So I would definitely look. I bought there's poop in my soup. All right, bought it for a dollar on Steam. I will buy all that right, game. We can we can move that, on. That that is next. a wonderful crafted segue. Poop on my, poop in my soup. I bought it for a dollar on yeah. Steam. So scrolling poop down, we have our Steam. Our next uh, no, fuck that. We already talked about it. No, we don't need to talk about that. Yeah, that's the Mario movie. Um, I would but, go to the Castlevania Advance Collection. That would, that's the that's the talking point. Bayonetta three, which was a big thing for nerds. They went. Uh, yeah, they've been awesome waiting for game. Bayonetta. It's it looks great. In plane. It's awesome. Like you look at these graphics, it it does look really good. 
Um, it's that kind of now classic JRPG kind of feel of a game. You know what I mean? Uh, you, you're, you're saying you're saying you're saying something that you can't say. It's JRPG. Is it? Illegal? Don't say it. Because no. everybody's they everybody's like, oh, it's a JRPG game, and they think you know Final Fantasy like turn based Final Fantasy. Really? That is not. Yeah. I mean, look, I bravely, feel... bra- bravely default was a good JRPG game on the on the DS. Bravely default two is an awesome game on the Switch. I All feel JRPGs. That... RPGs, that's way too broad yes. of a term. There's the action RPG, which is like Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. Okay. And then the Final Fantasy remake. Because if you just say like, oh, what kind of gamer are you? Like, oh, I'm in RPGs. You're going to get a very varied response. You know what I mean? You're going to get it like saying that 20 years ago or 25 or 30 years ago, you would have been like, like, oh, yeah, I like I video Final games. Too. Oh, really? Yeah. I like sports I play Dungeons too. And Dragons. Yeah, you know, you oh, I'm in the, the magic bats or the it, It's just—it's way too broad of a term, you know. It's like, oh, I like—I'm into Star Wars. I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. If you say you're a huge Star Wars nerd, you are automatically like you're in trivia mode with that other person because they're like, oh yeah, yeah. It's 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 the same argument that I have with uh, with people who'd be like, yeah, I do fantasy football. So you like you're an RPG fan. Okay. Yeah. You know, you, you have your certain people that do their certain things and that's what they do. That's what an RPG does. Exactly. There's it. I'm a person of earth. Yeah. Okay. I'm a human from earth. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm also from earth. That's kind of what I get from it. But when you look at RPGs, if you just go into RPGs page and any kind of online store, you're going to see easily six or seven different actual style of games each one of them are different you have your like uh your kotars and final fantasies you have your open worlds that are like uh, and mmos that are rpgs you know what i mean you have your action rpgs your shooter rpgs you have all these different you know genres and subjects to where just having that i felt was a little bit broad but bayonetta remember that that's what's been playing no. over us. Um, they are made by Platinum Games, which is another solid game studio. And she danced it looks great. and turned into a dragon. Giant demons, like gigantic demons, and uh, turning into dragons only spells good stuff. Okay. Uh, next one's Splatoon, uh, Splatoon's 3. Meh. Fuck that. Meh. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise. Meh. Meh. Chocobo. Meh. Chocobo is going Mario Kart. We can skip that because it's just a 2000s era kart racer. Play Mario Kart with a cartoon chicken. It's a chocobo, good sir. Don't you be speciesist. All right, well, Castlevania Advanced Collection is out. The the Castlevania wow, Advanced that... uh, Collection was awesome to play. Yes, Castlevania fans will be able to replay some of the series' classic handheld games with the Castlevania Advanced Collection which launched Thursday night. Players will be able to rewind, quick save, and map their own buttons for Castlevania, Circle of the Moon, uh, Harmony of Dissonance, Aria of Sorrow, and the SNES title, Castlevania Dracula X, where he gets saucy. Or not. No, no, no saucier. But 
old Stark man. metamorphosis. This one kind of hits you there with the Castlevania. I always loved Castlevania. Um, especially even like uh, not the N sixty four one, but the one that uh, when they first brought it back from the N sixty four one, Symphony of Nights and, and and Lament of Innocence. Those like I played the first one. That was that was good. That was almost like well a, on PS two. Yeah, yeah, Lament of Innocence. Yeah, it's, I, that it's was, rare now. It, it kind of felt for... like almost like a like a Uncharted, and yeah, it, they tried it, to mix in something else with it. Yeah, it. A decent so that that game is like super rare now. A, a good copy goes for one hundred and eighty dollars now. God, once again, shit I should have kept. And if you got the, if you have the, uh, if you purchase the deluxe edition, it came with the Lament of Innocence and Symphony of the Night's music soundtrack and a body spray. Which that would have wow. the value another forty dollars. I would really be interested to see to smell what that body spray was like. That would be the Black Death. Wow! So now, does, yeah, does it come with the symptoms? Yeah, Holy. or is it just the smell? Because if it's just the smell, I mean, I wouldn't mind. That's like you know that. What is that? You know what? Uh, I took a smell. Didn't smell like anything. Like liquid ass when. <laughs> you know what I mean? That droplet, they just it's, put it in your car yeah. with liquid ass, and it just stinks to high hell. Like, all right, you can have my car. And it's just a, <laughs> a pack of wild foxes. You're like, I don't care. Take it. What the fuck? Liquid ass is horrible if you haven't smelled it. Um, But anyway. I don't want to. We don't. We don't, we don't. We don't. We don't. Nobody needs. Nobody needs. I tell you, when it comes to cr- the segues, I am really forcing them out, giggity. Um, a, actor... Actor, I don't, I don't know how to say that word. Actor razor, actor razor residence. Actor razor, yes, actor razor. Yeah. Do you remember this game? I have not. Why are all the YouTube videos starting at the end? I literally watched none of them because um, it's the same video. Yeah, so, just posted multiple times. Wow, that's stupid. Um. So I'll anyway, find it. the act razor. No. I, I I never really played it. It's being released on Switch. There's a it lot of stuff be being released on Switch, but that was stuff that they promised. Act razor was a good game. Um, it was still. How would I say it's kind of like Contra esque with RPG elements. Oh, okay. Oh, that was back here. We've been showing it all along. I might, I might have this stupid. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We, yeah, if, anyway. if people want to see it, they can view it. Yeah, they but can you, can it. you can don't find it. You can find all the stories website. here on Polygon. This website sucks. Yeah, <coughs> don't go to Polygon. You already. More seen importantly, the you could also play Animal Crossing. New Horizons and Smash Brothers Ultimate are getting their own Shit, directs. The video all right, so yeah, just stay tuned for them. Yeah, yeah. On to the next story, which is your feel-good story. <laughs> Of the you don't want to talk about harvesting virtual grapes. I'd rather talk about that GM. Story. No, I'll, I'll take <laughs> okay. I'll take the virtual bamboo GM's and smack you over the head with it. So, actor Jason Kelly, who voices Colt in the recent released Death Loop, is among the many still unable to get their hands on a PlayStation Five. After Until... admitting, after admitting his problem, Bethesda helped him out and got him one. IGN reported. When Deathloop came out earlier this month, Kelly recorded a short video promo, which is below, uh, for the game. And in that clip, he explained that he is still in need of a PS5 so he can actually play the game. He voices the main character 
in said game. I kind of feel. Isn't it odd that people still can't get PlayStation 5s? Like, part shortage. That is a shit-ass excuse. Semiconductors are real, bro. Get on. I've seen them. <laughs> that's that's a horrible excuse. But that's the thing. There's a lot of semiconductors and highly mm-hmm. valuable electro, electrical equipment to where, I don't know, set, let's say you uh, stop the world for a year. So are you telling me there's another machine that can handle this type Go ahead. of performance? You know what? It may There may actually be that machine, which is, of course... <laughs> The PC Master Race. When did they invent this thing? Very long time ago. I believe Bill Gates, Bill, uh, Steve Wozniak, and Steve Jobs were involved with that. But, um, Bethesda, remember them? Bye, guys. Right. Bethesda, I can do that. Um, (laughs) thank you, Connor. So, anyways, we've gone way off the rails. That's us. Uh, the senior vice president of global marketing communications, Pete Hines, suggests that he could possibly help him out with this problem. Flash forward to mm-hmm. September uh, during a job uh, during an interview with Jump Cut no, Play. No, no, no more, no more on YouTube when Kelly gave one punch. One punch gave folks an update mm-hmm. on his PS5 hunt. He said, I was notified by Bethesda that a PS5 was made available. That must be really nice. Being able, getting a message from Bethesda. You know what? I, I ended up finding you a PS5. It fell off the back of a truck. Don't worry. It's don't fine. ask any questions, but one day I'm going to come to you. I mean, I don't know if I would want a PS5 that <laughs> fell off the back of a truck. If that's the excuse you're giving me, I'm like, you're giving me a damaged product? No, well, don't ask any questions. No, it was coated in styrofoam. <laughs> I'm good. I don't want. I don't want the PS5. You know, somebody bashed through and uh, you know trying to escape the police in the big tussle, yeah, like they show on the TVs. The but I thought it was a good feel good story. That's why they charge the guy couldn't get a PS5, and he is the main character of the game, which is a little bit ironic. But a lot of people are in that. You know. Uh, that position right now and welcome to the real world sucks Mm -hmm. you obviously didn't check walmart's page enough i don't know i don't know what to tell you old man got one it's literally possible without bethesda you know giving you one but you know good for you he just had to give a guy a hand job in an alley but it was totally fine if that's all you got to do to get a ps5 i will tell you right now sir the internet will speak out and they will be getting PS5s. There will not be a PS5 shortage, but there will be a couple happy guys. <laughs> I always ask first. This would have been the Save perfect time. Well, of course, for the you gotta original. ask first. You don't just walk up to somebody and start doing that. Like, hey, man, you got a PS5? That's not the way to do it. That's you know the what, wrong you know image. That's how you get you arrested. would have been great, Matt. You know what would have been great? Remember the sound that the original loading screen gave when it finally <clears> kicked <throat> over from the from from the PlayStation screen to the load screen, and it gave that. Yeah, and it just like it seemed like serenity. 
That would have been a perfect sound for that right there. That would have been appropriate sound for this segue <laughs> because it this podcast has almost been like a a dream oh, that's for Katarina because she can't believe it was real. <laughs> I feel like I've spent like at least a third of this with my eyes closed. Yeah. Yes. And we didn't even mention the Harry. <laughs> that <one. laughs> yes, <you> did. <laughs> I said, <laughs> Yeah, but you mentioned it before. The place across the street is a legitimate donut place. Yeah. That's where all the attention goes. I don't want to. No, we're not doing that. Go ahead. <laughs> we are doing the end segment, of course. We drag out to this, which is Mar- uh, Fuck, Mary Kill, Star Trek edition, which comes from mm-hmm. our wonderful woman. Oh, okay. So a person of the Star Trek genre entirely, you would fuck, marry, and kill. So, I don't know. To start off, I mean, who would you want to kill? Tuvix. <laughs> wow. Tuvix, 100% Tuvix. Big Brother's lost. Okay. Um, Tuvix, for those who don't know. Is oh, you want me to explain? Yeah, oh, Star yeah, Trek Voyager, there was a transporter accident, and um, Tuvok, who was the resident Vulcan and head of security for Voyager, and Neelix, an alien that was, I don't know, captain of hospitality or some He was the cook, wasn't thing he? That they gave him. Well, yeah, but he was also supposed to be like the oh, ambassador yeah, yeah. of hospitality or... He was the schmoozer. Yeah. He'd schmooze like, the ambassadors and all the people that came on, like, hey, you got to try this. Yeah. So, um, like the cheer master. Yeah. They got Captain mixed the into squad. one person. And then Captain Janeway had to decide whether to keep him as this um, combination of Tuvok and Neelix, which was named Tuvix, or to fix the error and separate them, which would kill Tuvix, who was its own being and that has been a source of great contention of Star Trek fans for I, many many years. I remember whether Jane made the decision, uh, made the right decision or not. And I'm here to say that Captain Jane Bay 100% made the right decision. Tuvix needed to die. He was annoying as hell. If the only thing that came back from them trying to fix it was Tuvox in the plant that was also involved in that little mix-up, I would have been fine with that. Yeah. Okay. okay. You know who I would I would I would I would definitely kill. It was in the Star Trek Enterprise episode that we just watched. The Scott Bakula, <laughs> John. They went into the expanse and then they got raided by these people. Were they Neelix? I think they were Neelix. They got stuck in the expanse. They were some race that got stuck in the expanse. They found this gigantic metal sphere and they were just making that home base. Taking all their, oh, their stolen okay, shit. I remember that episode. The pirate, they were they were pirates and shit. They went right through and they fucking just they and the guy says, We started out, we didn't kill anybody. That quickly changed. And the <laughs> captain, I want him killed. Because he was the first person to say, No, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah, that's a great idea. I hear you. I hear you. I agree. I would agree with that. Old man? I really didn't have time to think about it, so I'm going to be unopinionated on this He's one. Gonna give my Pick a Klingon. 
a Klingon. Why it got to be a Klingon? Oh, it could be a Romulan. <laughs> Romulans are dicks, too. Yeah, Romulans are I would say Romulan over Klingon. Romulans are bigger dicks. Than or the Borg. You yeah. can just, because they're one entity. That's Big like Brother's the choice right there. There you go. Like there you the go. The, yeah. queen, the Queen Borg. Kill. Boom. Place that with, I don't know, like, give them Tony Robbins or, uh, I don't know, somebody else motivational. Bam, you're done. Not Tony Robbins, but, you know, give them somebody that'll make them more happy. Richard Bandler. There you go. He'll change the Borg entirely to something different. What? We are not sure. But it would be better than what they have, which Bandler is the point. <laughs> so the Borg, yeah, I would definitely side behind that. You just meh, erase. Get rid of them fuckers. Although Star Trek First Contract, uh, First Contact, not Contract. Um, first Contact was that's un- a different movie. Yeah, it was Never an, made it out of negotiation. It's <laughs> 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 so a law joke. First See, contract. I get wholesome. He's <laughs> <laughs> not just. Hit. <laughs> um, First Contact was an amazing movie with the Borg and also humanized data to a point to where, you know, it really just kind of resonated with Trekism. I'll use that as a word. Hmm. And I, I, you know, I do like that. And there was a lot of stuff there, but Mary, that's, that's one that's a little bit hard on my front, but I'll fuck it up to, to Paul. Because you were just watching the show. Oh, I lo- uh, I've always loved to Kelvin Timeline Bones. Or uh, Seven AKA of Nine. AKA Carl Urban. Seven of Nine or T'Pol. Those are, those are my two choices. If I could be, you know, a polygamist, it would be both. <laughs> <laughs> a Vulcan and a Borg? Like, come on, man. I'm ha- I'm, I'm a masochist all the I way. I just would like. I would like to point out that the reason why I didn't choose a Vulcan to marry, um, because it would have been... Spock or Tuvik, um, Tuvok, excuse me, Tuvik, is you because Ponfar, they, they only every seven years, buddy. Oh, yeah, no. Well, that's why. So the, I went with Kelvin Timeline Bones. That's where the polygamy comes Carl in Carl Urban, handy. and I'll take him ah. as every character. That's fine. That's where the polygamy comes in <laughs> handy because you have seven of nine for, you know, every day but the once every seven years. But you don't know which once, parts of her are Borg. Good that luck once with that. every seven years. Oh, there's I'm not even going to go there, but <laughs> we're not going into Borg pussy. Right? No, we're, we'll steer away from that as a title. Um, <laughs> but I, I was going to we'll say, if she's your Mary, isn't that the point? Gonna, of going to get the, the wrong search results. Let's get, yeah, let's stay away from the, steer away from the search. <laughs> Positive and negative aside, transistors, <laughs> that is. Um, <laughs> this from the guy who said, Airy, hey, own it day. Ugh. Wow, you really? really went pig Latin? I did. Yeah. Here he <laughs> Like, come on. Anybody that speaks pig Latin, it's just like, what are you trying to hide? I don't want to say the words, so I'm saying Aerie well, I know what you're day. trying to hide. That's what makes it a clever joke. But it's just every other use of pig Latin, it just kind of bothers me. Like, everybody knows what you're saying. It's not yeah, a secret language. You're not really gaining anything. You're just being difficult. What about positive. you, Christopher Bristow? Uh, like I said, I didn't really have any any thought on it. You I can't think to... of anyone that you'd like to marry from the Star Trek universe? Deanna Troy, maybe? Uh... Beverly, Beverly Crusher? 
Uhura. He would. I would see him with a Beverly Crusher. One of Mud's women. <laughs> you can have there any of Mud's it. women. <laughs> Captain Pike's number one. I mean, somebody. Yeah, I can't. I, I, my, my brain's mentally fried. <gasps> this Ooh, Michelle Yao from um, what's the new one? Discovery. Discovery. Wow. Yeah, that one. Yeah, no, I haven't watched that one. Neither. Oh, have she's amazing. You should watch it. It's good, even though I couldn't remember the name of it for a minute. Old man. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. My mind's going. Yeah, I'm gonna We're gonna give him Deanna Troy. We're, We're just gonna him. sign them. I'll take it. I love how there me and Kat assign your choices for you when you guys are being too stubborn. Like, yeah, no, you, old man, I can see him a Deanna Troy or... A, I can totally see him with a Deanna Troy. Um, anybody that I make up in the holodeck. There you go. Wow. Hentai much? <laughs> Without tentacles, though. Okay, racist. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I thought we were a, a better at, podcast at, than that. I never at thought least we could I'm not a asking... podcast with a xenophobe. <laughs> at least I am not uh... at least I am not, you know, plugging in and trying to jump my car Borg much. <laughs> wow. I appreciate if anything, that's you, a practical choice. That was he is a mechanic. <laughs> that was still that was still a very far reach but i appreciate that another thing i appreciate is the thank yous of course because we want to thank you ryan sullivan for liking lug nuts podcast um we also want to thank you frank percy matthew kennedy mark gervais for liking commenting sharing and supporting the podcast in general and of course this is a long drawn out goodbye. I am your host, Matthew Bugrell, the Batman. In the Projanger box, we have Christopher Bristow, the old man, as well as Katarina Thermoscara, our wonderful woman. Our hero at time mascot, Link Diablo, as well as our infinite presence that is Big Brothers, Stephen Bugrell. And of course, we end off this podcast the same way. We love you. We miss you. We want to see you next week. Until then, game on, wall Jangers. Bye-bye. Oh, no, we're going to end it. Shutting it off. Oh, no. Shutting oh, it off. Oh, All right, bye-bye. We're doing it live. Play on the Jangers. That was a good segue. Awesome one. I think if Cat cringes at least once during the podcast, we're going <laughs> in the right direction. I, I I had to close my eyes because my brain was just trying to reboot on its own. It was I'll, just trying I'll, to force force close for force close. <laughs> I'm the internet virus of projangers and wallhangers. I That's, you know between and you man. and your brother, you guys are trying to test me. And then Chris <laughs> just looks at me glee as soon as. As soon as either one of you say something, Chris immediately looks at me. Yeah, it's that Smeagol face. <laughs> Waiting for the reaction. Yeah, because he knows us. <laughs> he knows us very well. And to he knows honest, our comedy styles. I'm not, I'm not really going for there, a reaction. There's times where I don't have to say a fucking word and funny. it's priceless. No. And if funny just no. happens to be vulgar. To quote the first doctor, can't we just give a, a look? Why all the dialogue? Sometimes... A look is all you really need. Just a look. And my face definitely needs deliverance because 
It reacts. <laughs> it reacts. Yeah. But that was a great show. That was a really great show. Even though we had to pull your answer. Well, we had to serve your answers to you for the end segments. And we also never got to the fuck one. We just did Mary and Kill. Well, I mean, if I'm going to marry to Paul and Seven of Nine, I, I'm yeah, I would pick him for fuck as well. Because... I think I would pick a Vulcan for the fuck one just because every seven years that's going to be pretty. You can pretty get a lot of probably. shit done. <laughs> you can get a lot of shit done, and that partner will be very logical about it. Be like, well, you're very busy. You know, you have this. Did you this, ever watch uh, The Gay Blade of Zorro? No. no. Hold on. I'm trying to. It's. Uh, I want to see who the. Like, if I said the name, you'd probably recognize the name um it's a movie from like the 80s oh yeah zorro the gay blade it's got george hamilton it's a comedy zorro film and george hamilton is um zorro lauren hutton is his love interest and then like the bad guy velasquez is ron excuse me esteban is ron liebman and Ron Liebman is married to Lauren Hutton's character, but there's no love between them. And she says that they have sex 12 times a year. And he's like, well, once a month isn't too bad. She's like 12 times in one night. And then that's it for the rest of the year. <laughs> and this was a really long winded way for me to get. That's what I would consider upon far. Like that 12 times in one night. <laughs> get it all out. It. <laughs> all out and in one it. night. I don't know, man. I'd rather I'd rather like that segmented. Like, could you add an addendum in this contract to where, like, hey, it we can like give it a, a given it a bar, but I, I don't know that that's like that seems way too much like car sales, mm. like <laughs> feast or famine, man. That's it. You're either starving or you're living rich. I would recommend that you guys watch Zorro the Gay Blade because it's one of those movies that was definitely time capsule funny. Okay. All right. But time 1981. 1981. Oh, yeah. All right. Hey, you're sitting in the center oh, yeah. of the screen today. All right. Oh, no, show him. Like a professional. Hang on. No, show, show him. Show him the thing. No, not Th that thing. That doesn't impress me. There you go. Hey. Holy shit. He's got a two-camera angle. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess if we need that. I'll have three eventually. Why do you need that many angles? We, this could be a comedy thing. You should have, like, 20 of them. Yeah. You should have, like, an <laughs> imposterous number of, of them. And... You no, never use the no, same I, no, twice. The, so the every three is, seconds, don't you don't say anything. USB you just controllers change like, it. My my Windows Ten just starts freaking the hell out and says you don't have enough USB controllers on Windows Ten to nah, handle all no, the you, you, no, you'll work the, around that. What's the volumetric Look, the thing you're talking is about? What matters. The joke is you, what matters. You want him in that volumetric capture <laughs> thing that we were talking about for that new technology for gaming, and just. 30 fucking million cameras around you and each second uh, or each couple seconds you yeah, go to a different angle 
Like, dude, we don't need 3D angles like that of the old man or myself. So are you saying one camera is fine? I mean, you could do two for artistic <laughs> flair. So you can do a dram- You can see now he can talk and then look okay. over to the other camera for the dramatic pause. Thank you. All right. out of my goddamn face I will end you it it probably just wants you to update so I say resist at all cost what do we say to death not today what show is this 257 if you can believe it like the ketchup Hello, Cap. Isn't that the 257? That's Heinz 57. Heinz 57. Well, I might have added a few numbers in. I forget. You know, I forget what Podcast 57 was called. Good Lord. That was such a long time ago. I think that was, oh, yeah. You see, his, he's got his two camera setup, Cat. Yes, I see. Can you hear me, guys? Yeah. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, you're yes. good. You're good. I guess my daughter used my tablet today, and it's at two percent battery, and the charger's not here. What? I hate when that happens. Ain't that <laughs> kids, right? Oh That's my god! Why I didn't have them. That I know. <laughs> <laughs> that I know. <laughs> I love my you know, children. I love my days. children, but sometimes I want to sell them to the highest bidder, lowest bidder, any bidder, any bidder. Um, you know, just a quick sail ship to Dorn, and you're there, you know. I'm going to mute you guys for a minute while I call my daughter and find out where the fuck she put my charger. <laughs> okay. okay. That's that's fine by me. Free to swear she going to learn today. That'll learn him. Yeah. Force podcast. So, Mr. Christopher Bristow, have you watched any of Star Wars Visions? No. Oh, uh, could you switch over to the PJ page for posterity on the main screen? The main screen in front of you. There we go. Makes me. You don't want to talk about that GM. We do not want to talk about GM. Oh, okay. I'm just. (laughs) I was listening to your GM story. Yeah, Yeah. they're 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 really something, aren't they? Did you comment? No. Uh, No. No, because I was just listening to it as I was testing the new Anchor FM. You know what, though? Uh, hosting. Awesome, because we actually, uh, I shared it out to Podcast Connections. Could you X that? What the fuck is it with these goddamn notifications on this laptop? As Just soon put it as on he, Do Not Disturb. As soon as he gets close to the notification, it goes away. Just put the laptop. The notification not is fucking with him. No, we're going to win over the notification. I'll get it. Yeah, <laughs> just hit the little notification little icon in the bottom right. Well, and there's an option that says do not disturb. Look, man, we're all about fun on this podcast, and it sounds like you're trying to kill it. Just a little. Just a little. Oh, supposed to kill the fun around here. You know, he's got a brand to protect. The enemy, my arch nemesis, is light, and I sit in a room. It's basically all about light. 
Would you There's like no me to push a button here? There's no do not disturb on that mother motherfucker. I cl- tried right click. You know it. what? I'll just I'll just I'll just uh, push the button. You know what? It's fine. I can move up and down. There we go. All right, I got it. We snuck up. That's right. why we have producer Big Brother. Okay, <laughs> totally. It's exactly why we have producer Big Brother. So, see, as soon as Cat walks away from the podcast. All hell breaks loose with notifications on the laptop. It's crazy. Conspiracy? There's a million of them. I think so. Probably really there was like two. Always like she's got a PC. She's got a school issued Chromebook. Mm-hmm. Why she took mine? Why she took mine? It's yours. She likes that. Why? That one's better. I don't even know what the other Chromebook is like. And this one's pretty old, but maybe. But why? 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 It's fine. I'm fine. I'm over it. I'm, I'm good. You, you, are you asking a question when the answer is what the fuck? Oh, what, that is Pajanga's first commandment. Thou shalt not ask questions when the answer is what the fuck. The old man has cast that down long ago as commandment yeah. number one. That was I'm giant glad, days. I'm glad that we switched the podcast to Tuesdays because I leave for South Dakota tomorrow for my cousin's wedding. Ooh. And I hope I'm not one of those white, white women that go missing when they go on trips by themselves. Yeah. Nah, you got a cell phone. You'll be fine. Eh, just check in with us. This is North America. You'll be fine. They had cell phones too. Yeah, well. I don't know. Everybody knows the ultimate safe number to call when you're in trouble. So you're fine. It's 8675309. <laughs> oh, that's it. You have to say I, it like totally... that too. Yeah. <laughs> hey Google, dial 8675309. <laughs> Waiting for the response. That's me too. I was like, what? <laughs> no, just like a Google. Fuck you. Yeah, Ren- Google does not listen to me when I say, hey, Google. But if I'm talking to somebody else, she just chimes in of her own accord. When I connect my phone to my car with Bluetooth, what, randomly, what, what? while I'm listening to an audiobook or a podcast, it'll just go, Ba-dum! and it was nothing, nowhere near the words, hey, Google. Yep. I was Big listening to what you were listening to, and we have an advertising. Service. You can um, you can yeah. execute order sixty six with Google or Amazon. I love that. Fat, I I do that randomly, just to make me smile. Have you not done that, Cat? No. Oh, you're in for Can't execute order sixty six. Oh. And I just want to say that Sorry. I very rudely, I and I apologize. <laughs> I just ate this, the dark chocolate Kit Kat, and it was banging. Just you wanted know. you to know. Prod- God damn you both. Product placement much? No, no, no. You blocked them out. They're Kit not Kat. Who's getting yeah. the fucking sponsorship no, 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 here? For our four get, views. The, get that out of the light. <laughs> Pist- yeah. no, 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 We talk- only kill edit, yinglings edit around here. And huh? we're back. No, that, that's tomorrow <laughs> for me. Uh, so a commercial there. Yeah, when man. Get them. Um, Kat, have you watched any of the uh, Star Wars visions on the Disney Plus? No, I have been on a TV sabbatical for a couple. I've just been so busy yeah. um, that when I get home, it I just I've been reading. Oh. I just want quiet. I've been doing some reading. I was. How just far talking. did you get in your Last of Us watching? 
You would like guess half that. hour. Okay. okay. And I'm enjoying it. Please don't don't think that I'm not enjoying I'm, no, it. I'm I am enjoying it. I got like going. half hour through. Life gets but away. um yeah. But like I said, it's just it's just been it's just been a lot lately. And I've I even in my car, like on the way home from work, I used to listen to music or podcasts. Now it's just dead silence. Sometimes you need that, though. Yeah, that's how I drive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that he's not lying. Yeah, that's how he drives. Um, the reason why I want you to finish it, because um, the new screenshots of the HBO. I saw left that. Of us seriously <clears throat> I didn't add it because we were really like film heavy. Um, I want to say I have it in my Google reading list. Which There's no need to add to, it. It's just a screenshot of. That's why. Know, I, that's at. why I didn't do it because in the condensed version, I didn't add it. We can just kind of mention it and talk about it, and you know, a random part. Yep. Um, I love all the additions and improvements we've made since last week with the chat, and now obviously continuing with the condensed version. So I guess there's nothing left to do but tell them to hit that subscribe button right there. They're going to go ahead and like and comment below. Right above my head, they're going to find the very best Purjangers and Wallhangers video for you. And right above our cardboard, Kelly, is going to be every single Triforce podcast in a playlist. But until next week, gang, our main man, Connor, always says... Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>